Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to a special primetime edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones, here broadcasting live from the NYC. Today, I'm talking with author, speaker, and publisher, Selena Haskins. Selena has been on our show before. She is the author of best-selling books like A River Move Forward, Riding the Wave, and Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago. She also has her own publishing company called Color Dream Publishing, and for two days, this this month, starting on February the 16th to the 18th, she will be celebrating her fifth anniversary in the business by doing an online party on Facebook. Also, we're going to be talking about the pros and cons about the industry itself. Please welcome my special guest, and my special guest back to the show, author Selena Haskin. <laughs> Selena? Hey, Tammy. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? I have my earplugs in. I hear you very clear. How are you? I'm good. How you been? I've been great. I've been great. Let's start by saying happy anniversary, five years in the business, in the industry. Do you say to yourself, where did the time go? Yes. Woohoo. Yay. Look. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yes. Where did the time go? I still remember when you and I first met. Exactly, exactly. For you guys just tuning in, Selena has been on my uh, show several times before. You know, she is best known uh, as a best-selling author of several books, and it's such a pleasure to have her on the show each time, and we talk about uh, her book and and everything that goes into it, the, the, the time, the length, the characters, and on today's show, um, being that she is a business owner, she is an entrepreneur of her own publishing co- uh, company, we like to talk about uh, some of the uh, challenges that goes into the industry, whether it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And since you have been in the business for five years, what is it about the publishing industry that have people – because, you know, when I think of the publishing industry – I think of just like the record industry or the recording industry. You know how you have some artists who are signed to major labels, and then you have some that are are tired of those major labels because they don't promote or they don't put the music out the time that they say, so they go independent. Is it safe to say that publishing is kind of in the same situation? It's absolutely safe to say that. Um the music industry and the book publishing industry, any form of publishing, it seems, is very similar. Um, speaking of, you know, going independent as far as, you know, publishing is concerned, it's a new wave for all artists, whether they're musicians or authors or even visual artists. It's, people are figuring out ways ways to conduct business themselves. Now, I know that we had talked 
before on the sh- on our show before about the difference between a major publishing house and somebody who do does it independently or have their own publishing company. Can you tell the mm-hmm. listeners what's the difference? Well, traditional publishing is usually with a small publishing house or major publishing house. Some examples of your uh, major publishing companies is like Simon & Schuster. Um, You have Pocket Books, and they're sitting around and haven't been picked up by somebody else. You have Martin Press. Um, The list goes on, but those are your major publishing houses, and the difference between a a traditional publishing house is that normally you sign a contract agreement, and in that contract agreement is, going to detail what they what their expectations are of you as an artist, like how many books they expect for you to put out in a certain amount of time, what your royalties will be, things of that nature. Whereas um, when self-publishing, independent publishing, you are your own boss. You're in charge of everything. There is no contract. You're the contract. <laughs> so there is a... <laughs> You don't have the only deadlines that you have are the ones you set for yourself. And um, you promote yourself, you produce your own books, um, you write the type of books that you want to write. Whereas if you sign with a major publishing house, there are expectations because, first of all, they're giving you advance money up front, and then they may have certain criteria that, that they may expect. They may come and tell you, well, I like your story, but I don't think it's a good fit for this particular publishing house, or I don't think it will sell well, you know, those kinds of things. Whereas when it's just you, you decide. You're the creator. You're the entrepreneur. You're the the budget analyst. You're the promoter. You're all those things. So that's the difference between the two. Now, you have your own publishing company, and do – when if somebody's interested and in, say to you, Selena, I have a manuscript or I have a I'm in the process of writing a book and I'm shopping for different publishing companies and say they come to you, what's the first step or what's the first thing you tell them? Well, first, right now I'm still trying to, you know, get my own footing, you know, together. So mm-hmm. I haven't published any other authors yet. Um, I do know of other people who have, and they have other um, authors underneath for their umbrella, and that's because they build such a um, such a broad reputation for themselves, and they've also built a big <laughs> bank account, <laughs> so to speak, to be able to um, offer contracts to other aspiring authors. And I'm not in that position yet financially because you got to pay them, you know. They want a certain amount of royalties and so forth like that. And I'm not there yet. However, through Cali Dream Publishing, I do offer consultations as far as, um, you know, how can they go about publishing it themselves. So I do all, I, I am a consultant under the umbrella of my publishing company, and I also do referrals and things of that nature. So I, I conduct some business outside of publishing my own books. It's just that I haven't contractually signed other authors just yet. 
And also, too, I know that the difference between going to, you know, back in the day when they used to publish manuscript books and magazines, they would send it to a big printing company. Now mm-hmm. everything is done on the computer. Um, do you feel it's easier when everything is done um on on the computer than say when back in the day when they had to go and send it to uh, a printing company or to the printer? Oh, it's a lot easier. I love today's technology. <laughs> and you know, it's funny how you can remember that, Tammy, because I've been writing for a long time. Although I've only, you know, been in the publishing industry for five years, I have been writing since I was 16 years old. So I've experienced sending out those hard copy manuscripts <laughs> as you talked about. And, man, I tell you, you talk about some postage fees, the yes. post office loved me. <laughs> they said, I love her. She's writing another book, you know. <laughs> but it's definitely a lot easier now to upload your manuscript. A lot of companies, they have it set up where it will automatically format for you. And like, for example, with Amazon, when you're creating your ebook for Kindle, mm-hmm. you can upload your Word document that you type your story on, and it formats it for you, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Now it makes it a a lot easier, a whole lot easier. Yeah, because I remember, (laughs) because back in the days, you know, you had um, like four or five people reading your manuscript. You know, they had, you know, two eyes were, you know, you had several eyes looking at it, editing, punctuating, making sure the grammar was right, making sure the spelling was right. Now, like you say, you just upload it in your computer, it checks your grammar, your spelling, um, whether you got it punctuate, punctuated right. So it is much, much easier. Yeah, I mean, well, for checking stuff grammatically and things of that nature, there are programs for that, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you have, like, Grammarly, I think it's something else called Ginger something. Um, but they're developing more and more software to even help, you know, writers with that. So we're moving in the right direction, that's for sure. It can only get better. Now we we now that we talk about um some of the good about the publishing how you know it's much more convenient it's a little more easier and faster but what are some of the challenges what is the bad part of the industry what is the ugly part of the industry that people don't normally talk about Well you know this can apply whether it's the traditional publishing or independent publishing. Um, The part about it that is not so good is just how the business itself can be. Like earlier you mentioned the music industry, right? So like with books, it's kind of the same way. Let's say, for example, with a traditional publishing house. You remember how I mentioned how they can influence your creativity and whether yes. or not they will accept your manuscript or not. Mm-hmm. So in music is that way too. Like you can go in the studio and write a song and you spend all your hard work into it. And then what do the record company say? Uh, 
we're not going to put that out. <laughs> you know, after all your all your hard work. And so, likewise, with publishing, um, with a traditional publishing house, that's that's one of the things that you create that you can anticipate because, again, you're not your own boss. So that's one of the negative things. And then also your royalties, like they take a cut off of what you made, what you spent all your hours producing. So, and also you still have to work with promoting yourself. You can't really bank on a traditional publishing house doing all the promoting for you either. They'll do some. The thing about a traditional publishing house, the reason why the average author would like to go in that direction, it has a lot to do with distribution. See, a big publishing house, they have the connection, they know people, and so they're able to get your name out there further than what an independent artist is capable of doing. However, you know, with independent publishing, I've seen a lot of independent authors take off and do even greater things than someone who is traditionally published. You know what I mean? Right. So now the flip side to the independent publishing that's on the negative side is you have to, you have, to have this money yourself up front to produce your book, to promote your work, um, you know, book events. You have to come out of pocket for those things yourself because remember with traditional publishing, they're going to give you an advance for those things. You don't have an advance. Your advance is going to the bank to get a loan or, <laughs> um, or if, you know, you're just fortunate and you already have that kind of money maybe from another type of secular work or whatever the case may be. But the average independent author, they don't have the funds to do what a traditional publishing house is capable of doing as far as distribution is concerned. So that's the negative side of it, you know. And then, you know, one of the one of the things that bothers me too, and I'm just keeping it 100 because, Tammy, you know I always do. Yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> is with independent publishing, I notice that sometimes, and this is actually, it's not only kind of negative or like you said, what are some of the bad things, it's actually pretty sad. It's very sad to see that even in the industry where people express their creativity and they put in their hard work and they put out material that they hope other people will enjoy. It's sad to see that it's a popularity contest. You know what I mean? Like right. it's about who knows who. If I don't know you, then your book need to be for free. Why does my book need to be for free? I put a lot of money into this book project, you know? And right. it's sad because in a way, we have spoiled the readers. Because think about this, Tammy. You've been reading a long time, just like mm-hmm. I have. When have mm-hmm. you ever seen, when have you ever in your lifetime seen anyone pay $3 for a book? $3. No. A, a long time. And I know 
that it's an e-book and it's easy to download and all this and that, but hear me out, it didn't start off that way. It did not start off that way. And for people who have been in this industry longer than me, five years is, is nothing. I'm still a freshman compared to some who have been there a very long time. But they can tell you that even with e-books, it didn't start off $3.99, free, you know. Right. You, you, you just, you know, and it's kind of, it's sad because in order to get readers to read your book, you do almost have to offer your hard work for free, mm. you know. And a lot of authors, they fall into that trap because they're so, you know, anxious for people to read their work because they work hard on it. You know what I mean? So right. they they fall into that system of spoiling the readers and offering their hard work for free just so people will read it. And it's sad because I've read some of their work, and I'm like, dang, this is a good book. You know, and I'll share it, I'll tweet it, and I'll tell people about it. But, again, you got this popularity test going on. If nobody ever heard of you. They don't want to come out of the pocket, and you you pay more for you will pay more for a cup of coffee these days. You know what I mean? Something that you're yeah. gonna drink, and it's gone, and you forget about it. But a book, a book is forever. Once you get that book, it's forever. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to pay for something that you'll have forever, especially if you end up liking it. I mean, it's just, you know, it's that part about it I think is, is really sad and I think it's really, really unfair. Wow. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to a special primetime edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Tonight I'm talking with author, publisher, speaker, Selena Haskin. Selena is best known for her best-selling books like A River Move Forward and Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago. She also has her own publishing company called Khaled Dream, and she is here tonight to talk about all the challenges, the pros and the cons when it comes to the publishing industry. And we had talked several times before how, you know, a lot of people uh, are trying to write that great American novel. You know, people nowadays, every time you turn around, somebody is writing a book. And And I also noticed this, more and more celebrities are writing books more than ever before. Back in the days, you didn't find, you didn't hear too many celebrities writing books. Now, every time you turn around, and I know because I always go in to Barnes and Nobles, uh, celebrities coming into town, they having a book signing, and people who, like you were just mentioning, depending on the popularity, if if it's if it's a book by a certain celebrity, and then you have your regular author, small time author. They they're not going to treat the book as such, or they won't promote it as such. And this is kind of the, like the downfall of the publishing industry. And like you said, you know, there are really great books out here, but like you said, a lot of people are not getting given uh, the the author itself are not given the opportunity. It's not being pushed. Nobody knows about it. What can as you being a uh, a owner of your own publishing company, what do you think 
we should do or what up-and-coming authors should do about this problem? Um, you know, it's a, it's a trend that I hope will just eventually fade away. I really think that it's almost beyond the artist, the author's um, hand because if you set your book prices too high, you really aren't going to sell. It's really up to the third party, your third party distributors such as Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, Kobo, Smashwords, all of these third party companies to set the standard because they're your distributors. And until they set a standard to say, okay, for example, Tammy, you may not be aware of this, but when you are uploading your manuscripts to Amazon, for example, there is a price range there. You either going to offer it for free or sell it as high as like ten ninety nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. So in order to change the way things are right now, Amazon and other third-party companies need to create a minimum price. You see what I mean? There needs yeah. to be a minimum price. Like a minimum shouldn't be free, you know. The mm-hmm. minimum needs to start at like one ninety nine or two ninety nine or something like that, you know. So, and the reason why these third party distributors, at least with Amazon, reason why they don't really care because a lot of people subscribe to Kindle Unlimited, so they're paying a subscription per month. So as they're paying that subscription per month, Amazon is getting their cut, but you're not. Mm. You're not getting a cut you necessarily deserve, I should say. I had to correct myself because I know I'll get messages on that. But that's why they they probably won't change it unless their subscriptions start to drop. Because if I got people subscribing, right, that's just like a music platform. And you know how you can buy music like iTunes. Like some people have like music subscriptions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that when they go buy music, guess what? They only paying a minimum of ninety nine cents. Why? Because people have subscriptions. Now, people, if the subscriptions go down, then they will stop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but right. how do you how do you control what somebody else does with their money? You can't. Wow. So you know, eventually, I'm not. I'm. I don't have the mentality like all oh, hope is lost. But what I'm saying is that these third-party distributors, something somewhere along the lines will have to change on their end where they're losing money in order for them to figure out another way. That's what I'm saying. And that's the solution. (laughs) Yes. Have there ever been... have there ever been like a, like a forum or some kind of event? Because I'm pretty sure you're not the only one that feels this way. Have there been? Have you talked with other authors? Have you you talked with other entrepreneurs that own their own publishing companies that are feeling the same thing that you're feeling? Thought about coming together and maybe talking with people like Amazon about this situation. That would be a great idea, Tammy, but here's the thing. 
let me ask you this, and this is an example, just an example I'm going to throw out there. When um, I think it was a product that was offered not too long ago, and everybody was like, oh, I'm not going to use it anymore. I'm not going to buy it, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're discriminating for whatever reason. Do you really think everybody's going to stop buying a certain product? Mm. Yeah, so it's well. The same, it, it's the same thing. It's, it's power and numbers, but you got to have the numbers. And not mm-hmm. everybody's willing to do it. And especially the people who are already making money because they're looking at it like, well, I don't have that problem. You do. Mm-hmm. You have that problem. I don't. So it's like every man for himself. If I'm making all this money and you not, and I can clearly see that it's unfair what's happening, why why would you be willing to help me? Right. It would take somebody with a very humble heart and somebody who was really willing to fight for justice for the little man, too, to help pull them up, or the little woman, so to speak. You would have to be willing to step into that lane. And you have to be willing to make the sacrifice because also in doing that, if things do change, it could affect your money. But is a person willing to do that? You know yeah. what I mean? So, is yeah. a, I mean, the average person is not going to, if I'm making all this money, the average, and I know that any change that take place could affect my revenue, why would I help? Right. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a business, though. You see what I mean? It's, it's, and it's not even just this business. It's business, period. Right. That's just the business, whether it's mm-hmm. book business, music business, a car dealership business, whatever. It's business. That's just the business of it. So, oh, wow. And, you know, it's rare that you'll find people that's willing to help other people. It's rare, yeah. unless they can benefit from it somehow. Yeah, that's true, because they, everybody's looking for, what can I get out of this? So Exactly. Exactly. So, and if, you know, everybody had that mentality, the majority, I should say, not everybody is that way. Because I'm, you know, even though I'm a small fry by comparison to other authors and, you know, people who have their own companies and stuff, I still try to help other people. I still try to put them on or show them some direction as to how they can get their work published. I don't look at it like, I'm not going to tell this person anything because that's my competition. I'm not worried about you. I'm confident in my own abilities and the stories that I put out. So why wouldn't I want to help you? That's my mentality. But that may not be the next person's. You know what I mean? Yes. Also, I wanted to talk to you about, um, we. I think we kind of touched on it the last time um, we was on the show about when it comes to creativity and being that you have your own publishing company and when you're putting a story out there, do how often do you worry about uh, plagiarism or somebody stealing your idea? And if you find that you have put some material out and you find out that 
somebody's publishing something that's similar to yours, how do you handle it and what do you do? Well, the first, and I've had that experience. I had that experience with my recent novel, Yesterday Was a Long Time Ago, where I was seeking editorial service. I was seeking not editorial services, but editing services from a particular independent, you know, self-owned company. And um, look, they're not even a company anymore, so that go figure. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I saw that the person had the same idea. Um, she was like the president of the editing services company, whatever, whatever. And she was about to come out with something similar, and I knew it because she posted it on Facebook. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I said, for real? You know, to myself, I said, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this really happening? So I sent her a message, and I said, it's interesting when you got that story idea, considering I sent you, you know, my manuscript, you do realize that it's copywritten. Oh, no, well, I did X, Y, Z, and I changed it to A, B, C, D. I said, no, that is my story. (laughs) (laughs) That's my story. It's copywritten, and I have a copyright lawyer, so you cannot publish that. I said, I'm just telling you woman to woman, you can't publish that, or else I'm going to have to level it up and have my lawyer to contact you next. I haven't seen her or the company since, not on Facebook, not on nowhere. They just disappeared, I guess, scared or whatever. But you can't do stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Wow, see, and it almost got to a point where you, it was almost to a point if she had continued, that would have been a lawsuit right there. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that for my, um, consultation services that I offer people, I tell them they should have a copyright lawyer. Well, I'm not that big, yeah, blah, blah. You don't have to pay until you need them. Mm-hmm. But it's good to have one. It's good to have one. Because as you start sending your manuscript to different places, if you haven't copywritten it already, and even if something is copywritten, you see how easily that that particular person put my stuff out there on Facebook like it was hers, just Mm -hmm. like that. Just like that. And it's not like you take them to court, boom, you win. You've seen it, Tammy. You into pop culture just like me. How many times have you seen people like sue a certain movie person or something that they put out and they said it was theirs? You know what I mean? That kind of stuff takes a long time. Like, for example, it was somebody that sued Uh, Eddie Murphy or the company that produced Coming to America, like it took like almost 10 years before that person got their money. Yeah. But when they got it, it was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to to tell you, just, you know, it's, it's crazy though. I mean, I would never just steal nobody else's stuff. I don't want nobody else's stuff, but not everybody think like me. Just, People just—it's easier for somebody else to take something that's yours and promote it as their own. But it's worse. Imagine if that person hadn't copywritten their um, their movie script. Yeah, they would have been short. <laughs> Look, the judge would have would have dropped the case as soon as it entered 
on his desk. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have a copyright? Oh, case dismissed. Exactly. You're wasting <laughs> your time. You're wasting my time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So because wow. you wouldn't have, I mean, of course you may have to prove it in some other way, but imagine how much harder that would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Selena, I also wanted to talk about, you know, uh, since it is your fifth anniversary, you're doing something very special. Um, you're doing like an online celebration on, on Facebook, um, starting on uh that actually uh February the sixteenth next week for uh to the ninth uh, I'm sorry, to the eighteenth. You mm-hmm. doing something to celebrate your accomplishment. Tell the listeners what you're planning on doing. I am having an online celebration for my fifth anniversary in publishing. If you haven't friended me yet, please visit Facebook and send me a friend request, author Selena Haskins. And I will send you an invite to the event. And people like, I had so many people asking, what is that? What is that? But guess what, Tammy? Everybody and their mama is on social media, right? Yep. And we're not able to, <laughs> we're not able to visit all of our friends in person. It's, it's not possible. So I figured, why not have an online party? Look, I'm gonna have a DJ. She's gonna be posting links for y'all to listen to some music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have some some contests going on. Um, I mean, I, I think it's gonna be great. You know, is is I'm not the first. I, I learned from other people when they invited me to events and so forth. But I just want to make it more to a party, you know, like an online party because people may be at work. You know, they may, you know, just be wherever. But somebody. They always have their phone, don't they, Tammy? They sure do. <laughs> you always got that phone. So whether I'm with them in person or not, they can be able to get the notification, ooh, what's next? Like, what's this next quiz Selena got going on? What kind of prize she offering? You know, stuff like that. So I hope everybody participate, and I hope they have a good time. And it's also my way of giving back to those who helped me, you know, my fellow author friends, um, as well as, you know, people who provided services for me to help me get my book out. And most of all, it's for me to show appreciation to my readers. For five years, you guys have been following me and you continue to talk about me. And I just encourage you to keep spreading the word. And it's just Join the party, you know, so I can show you my appreciation for going out and purchasing my books. I think you guys going to have a good time. Oh, yes. And the good thing about it, you know, it's from uh, from February 16th to the 18th, and it's from 12 noon to 10 p.m. each day. So you yes. like you said, if you're you're you can't catch it earlier in the day, you definitely can join the party later in the day. Which is I I I I love it. So you know you can join it any time between no hours from twelve noon to ten p.m. And you also mentioned that it's an op- give people an opportunity to meet other people in the industry as well. You know, uh, share uh, their their business services if they're interested, which is fantastic. 
Exactly, because this is Black History Month, right? How much mm-hmm. more show should we support black businesses? That's right. Okay. We can't That's be all right. pro-black, and then when it's time to spend our money, we pro-nothing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is so true. It's like, give me, give, me five, give me five on the black hand side, look. Like, nah, man, I'm about to put my money back in my pocket. You say how much? You know? <laughs> That is so, so true. <laughs> so absolutely, yes. And then speaking of which, Pammy, I'm glad you said that. Anyone out there, if you have a black-owned business, a small business, or a big business, again, friend me on Facebook, Arthur Selena Haskins, and you can come right in and post links to your website or whatever items that you're selling. It's Black History Month, y'all. Come on. We got to support each other. Yeah, we really do. We really do need to support each other. And again, you know, um, again, if you want to follow um, Selena on Twitter and Instagram, just go to at Books by Selena. Again, follow her on uh, Facebook. Befriend her on Facebook at Author Selena Haskin, and also visit her website at www.booksbyselena.com. I'm so proud of you, Selena. I can't believe it's been five years. You're doing big things. I'm, I know you're looking forward to the next five years. Have you thought about any new projects coming along or what you thinking about doing in the next couple of years? Oh, wow. I have a um, a short story collection that I'm working on. I actually finished two of the short stories. So I think I want to write one more, then it'll be like a nice, you know, short story collection. So I want to do that next. And um, it may be some potential to a book three to my first and second books, you know, the River series. Mm-hmm. I think I may, I may close that out. So it just depends. I'm looking to see how much more interest I can get in that. And then if so... It may be a part three to a river moves forward and ride the waves. <laughs> wow. Well, we can't wait. We're really looking forward to it. Thank you. Selena, I just wanted to say uh, thank you again for uh, taking the time out. And, again, you know, there's not too many of us in this type of industry, and, you you know, you're a prime example that it can be done. If you do your work, do your homework, and you can give, just giving people knowledge and doing your homework to know the difference between the good part of this industry, whether it's publishing or any business industry, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and also um, to celebrate your accomplishments as well. And, uh, again, for those who want to know more about the party, the online party, please befriend Selena on Facebook at Author Selena Haskins. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Books by Selena. And make sure you visit her website at www.booksbyselena.com. Also, if you're not familiar with any of Selena's books, you can also purchase her books. They're on sale right uh, uh, sold on Amazon, Kindle, eBooks right now. Uh, a River Move Forward, Riding the Wave. Yesterday was a long time ago. Excellent books. 
check out the reviews, four or five-star reviews across the board. You will not be disappointed. Selena, again, I want to thank you and much, much continued success. Thank you, Tammy. Hey, can I mention something real, real fast? Absolutely. Okay, so I next month, March the 11th, I have a speaking engagement at Roosevelt High School, Washington, D.C. Please come out and show you guys support. This is for the campaign against anti-bullying. We know so much bullying that's happening in schools today. Kids are, you know, taking their own lives because of it. So I will be one of the participating speakers, but there will be many other guest speakers. And if you are interested, please go on Facebook to type in the Love Love Forward Movement. Or, a matter of fact, just message me on there, and I'll send you the link. The event is absolutely free. All you have to do is just register and get your tickets. Come out, support anti-bullying. We got to stop this and save our kids, y'all. Exactly, and and with with social media and and it's just getting worse. And uh, we really need everybody's support in this. And I just want to ask you, Selena, is this just a one day event? It is a one day event. It's on a Sunday, and it's from two to four. So you have time to go to your morning services or whatever it is that you do on a Sunday. We'll take care of whatever you have to do and come on by Roosevelt High School and, and show your support. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Well, thank you again, Selena. Um, much continued success. Here's to many more years to come, and, and you're more than welcome. Anytime you want to promote anything or you got any upcoming events, Definitely call me up, send me a message, and we will get it right here on the air. All right, y'all. Hey, at RidgetSistersPlace.com, I write articles for them. Shout out to Latrice Carter. Thanks, babe. (laughs) (laughs) She would have messaged me and said, you forgot. Wow. Well, thanks again, Selena. You have a great weekend, and definitely we'll be checking that online party. All right. Thanks again for having me, Tammy, and I look forward to you joining the party. I will. Thanks again. Thanks. Have a good weekend. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Selena Haskin. Make sure you support this wonderful woman, this talented author, this sophisticated entrepreneur. Make sure you check her online party. It's her fifth anniversary of her accomplishment being in the publishing industry. That's on February the 16th through the 18th, 2018, on Facebook from 12 noon to 10 p.m. each day. It's celebrating Selena accomplishments in the business. There will be prizes, books, giveaways. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's music, and also there's going to be a perfect opportunity to meet other people in the industry, or if you have a small business and you want other people to know about your business, this is a perfect way to network and share your information and put it out there. So again, that's uh, Selena's Facebook party that's on, uh, again, February 16th to the 18th on Facebook from 12 noon to 10 p.m. each day. Also, make sure you check out and pick up a book 
uh, any of Selena's best-selling books, A River Move Forward, Riding the Way, Just Between Us. I forgot to mention that. It's about um, she was a, a contributing author about um, inspiring stories by uh, women, which she was joined by other w- women authors. And also, Yesterday was a long time ago. It's available on Amazon, eBooks, Kindle. Make sure you purchase, support um, Selena. And you won't be disappointed. Also, if you want more information about Selena, make sure you visit her website at www.booksbyselena, that's S-E-L-E-N-A dot com. Make sure you follow Selena on Twitter and Instagram at Books by Selena. And also befriend her on Facebook and just go to at author Selena Hatskins. Well, that will do it for me for tonight. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night for my pre-Valentine Day show. It's a show, music show that I do every year to celebrate lovers' holidays. So if you don't have anything to do tomorrow night and you want to just stay in because it's real cold outside and you just want to get a bottle of wine going, just chill for a little bit, tune in tomorrow night at 10.30 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio and listen to the pre-Valentine Day show. Well, that will do it for me tonight. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great weekend, stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care.